Welcome to Cathedral Square, hosted by Father Christopher Smith, Episcopal Vicar and Rector of Christ Cathedral in Garden Grove, California. For the next half hour, you'll have an opportunity to find out about some of the history, little-known facts, and the upcoming events at the beautiful campus on the corner of Chapman and Lewis, or, as we like to say, at the intersection of faith and reason. Welcome to Cathedral Square. I'm your host, Father Christopher Smith, Rector of Christ Cathedral in Garden Grove in the Diocese of Orange, California. It's really great to have all of you with us today. We have a really special guest who I know very well as a co-worker and a friend, and he is Tony Jennison, who is the Vice President of Philanthropy for the Orange Catholic Foundation. The Orange Catholic Foundation is the fundraising arm that generates much of the special needed income for the Diocese of Orange, and Tony can tell you a little bit more about that, but first of all, I just want to say welcome, Tony, and thank you for being here. Thanks, Father, for having me. It's a thrill. I'm a little nervous, but uh, it's certainly an honor to be here. Well, you have been so wonderful to work with over these years, so I'm just really happy that you agreed to be my guest today. Maybe we could begin by having you say a little something about the Orange Catholic Foundation, what it is, what it does, and your part in it. Sure, absolutely. So the Orange Catholic Foundation was set up in the year 2000 by then Bishop Todd Brown, and really the goal was to follow donative intent and uh, steward the assets of the foundation and of the diocese. And so our role is to raise, manage, grow, and grant funds that support all areas of Catholic life in the diocese. So some examples of that, Father, would be uh, the Pastoral Services Appeal, Endowments for Catholic Education, We have run, of course, the diocese's first-ever comprehensive capital campaign, the For Christ Forever campaign, which, as we know, kicked off in 2012. And, uh, you know, areas that supported, of course, uh, the transformation of our Christ Cathedral campus, which you're the rector of, Catholic education, a priest retirement endowment uh, was set up, some campus ministry efforts, uh, diocesan ministries uh, were supported, and then uh, a certain amount was returned to the parishes for their own needs. So... Again, we raised uh, about $130 million to date from that campaign, thanks to the generosity of so many in the diocese. Roughly about 24,000, 25,000 families participated in that. So the Orange Catholic Foundation also puts on Wills and Trusts Week and uh, works with the parishes on their campaigns. So we do a lot, some that people know about and some that people don't know about. Well, the foundation has done incredible work over these years, and One of the things that I value a lot about the Orange Catholic Foundation is the broad stroke philosophy that it has and effort it has that covers so many dimensions of Catholic life here in the Diocese of Orange. And the wonderful success due in large part to the foundation of the diocese's first ever capital campaign, which generated that uh, tremendous amount of money, not just for the renovation of the cathedral, also to support the renovation of the campus, but also the other concerns that have to do with Catholic education, the parishes, retired priests, as you said. So I'm very grateful for your part in that work. For these last years, uh, you've been very involved in not only the Orange Catholic Foundation, but you've also been on a number of committees that have helped in the development of the Christ Cathedral campus. So Tony, you, like many people in church ministry, <laughs> wear many hats. And, and I have to say, you've been a wonderful addition to all the various committees that you've been on. 
Maybe uh, you could say a little bit of work about that, and I might just invite you to say something about the Construction Oversight Committee, which you've been on. Sure, absolutely, Father. Thank you for saying that. And absolutely, you know, usually the people in in my line of business development, people are known as a fundraising, you know, uh, guy or or woman. So it's nice to, as you say, wear many hats and be involved in other aspects of the transformation, certainly of our campus. And let me tell you, it's been so much fun for me wearing those hats and not just being the fundraising guy with his hand out all the time. So. And the good fortune I've had, I've got to work with you in a lot of those other committees that, again, are helping to enhance the, you know, the campus and certainly help with the transformation. So a little bit about each. So I do serve uh, on the Sacred Arts Committee, actually Sacred Arts Commission, I think we officially yes. call it, which you chair. And, of course, that is uh, working on the sacred art that will be in the Christ Cathedral campus for the, the day of dedication and then certainly moving on. And, of course, that will extend throughout, you know, other areas of the campus as we move forward. So that's number one. I've also served, of course, on the dedication committee that you chair, and I'm sure we'll talk more about that in this interview. And that's been a lot of fun, you know, working with the people from the other um, areas within the diocese, whether it's liturgy or music or security, you know, operations, that sort of thing. So that's been fun. And then the Construction Oversight Committee, which, of course, is chaired by Richard Heim, who's uh, our great volunteer who in his day job, runs Clark Construction for the West Coast, but was kind enough to accept an invitation from Bishop Van and from you, Father, to uh, chair this committee. That has been a world of education for me, not having a construction background, sitting in uh, that committee with you and Richard and certainly experts from uh, you know construction and engineering facilities, just to hear everybody talk about how we can work together and, you know, this committee was started basically four years ago, or, and I think it was uh, working even before that, before I came on the scene. But just to, again, work towards one common goal of getting this cathedral open, and then, of course, working through the redesign and the value engineering, and, again, everybody's expertise, everybody brought something different to the yes. table. And certainly it does take a village, you know, with uh, a 35-acre campus with seven buildings and then certainly the transformation of the cathedral. So it's been a lot of fun. Well, you've been a great part of all of those uh, commissions. I've said before to many people, I have learned so much myself since I've been involved in this campus. If I had to pay for the education that I've received through these years, I couldn't afford it because there's just been such a, a broad stroke of learning that has taken place. Absolutely. And one uh, committee that I didn't talk about, which is, is actually the main hat that I wear, is, of course, the fundraising committee. And that committee is the Cathedral Campaign Task Force that is chaired by Tim and Susan Strader, wonderful parishioners down at Our Lady Queen of Angels in Newport Beach, who have been very philanthropic throughout the county in many causes, from UCI to uh, Sagerstrom Center to certainly, you know, their parish um, and others. But you serve on that committee as well, uh, so it's kind of nice to, to have you involved in that, you know. And we've done very well in the last several years getting to the point where we are now, which is, you know, trying to finish off the fundraising to complete the construction, this phase of the construction, that is, uh, without any debt on the construction. So that's been a lot of fun getting out there and, of course, shaking trees and looking under rocks to try to uncover new donors and get them to, to campus to see the, the vision, see your vision as the rector and then certainly, you know, many, many have made investments into into the project. Well, I've really witnessed what it takes to be able to raise those monies in all the different ways we've done it. And as in anything in leadership, you know, it's like I always look at leadership as, you know, the people who you imagine have, you have a rope and 
sometimes there's somebody at the end kind of hanging on to it, but the leaders kind of keep pulling and pulling and pulling it forward till the project gets done. That's right. And that's why I, I wanted you to be on the show today because you've been a, a great part of that as we've developed our Christ Cathedral campus. You've been listening to Cathedral Square, where we talk about all things having to do with Christ Cathedral and Diocese of Orange. I'm your host, Father Christopher Smith, the rector of Christ Cathedral. And today we are talking with Tony Jennison, who is the vice president of philanthropy for the Orange Catholic Foundation. Tony, as you look over your work during these years, is there anything that comes to mind that has been a particular highlight for you or, or something that, you know, in any position, at least in my experience as a priest, as I look over the years, there are some things that I just know I'm going to take away with me for the rest of my life. And I wonder if you have anything like that that comes to mind. That's a really good question. And what jumps uh, off the top of my mind, if you say those words, is is really, um, you know, we've been building and building and building over the last, you know, many years uh, on this project. And, you know, we've had renderings and we've, you know, talked through everything and worked with the architects. And it's all been, you know, in our heads and certainly on paper. But then when you bring uh, people into the cathedral, whether it's donors or it's visitors who are visiting from somewhere far away, you know, that happen to stumble on, you know, that maybe they go to Disneyland and they come to the campus. But, you know, just about anybody that I bring into that cathedral, you know, in the last year since we've had the quatrefoils up and seeing the look on their face. And I've seen, you know, tears of, you know, joy and excitement, seeing their jaw literally and figuratively, you know, hit the floor just how much they're in awe of the beauty of the interior of Christ Cathedral. And again, it's something that, you know, we hoped and prayed, uh, you know, would be the case. And, and functionally, whether it's the quatrefoils that are doing exactly what we thought they would do, you know, the sail-like structures that hang from the space frame that help with the light diffusion and certainly the acoustics. But just seeing people witnessing the interior of now the Christ Cathedral, formerly Crystal Cathedral, for the first time just is so gratifying to me because it just proves that all the hard work we've all put in over the years has finally kind of come to fruition. You know, I really can identify with what you just said, because recently we had uh, 125-plus priests of the Diocese of Orange go into the cathedral for the very first time. Now, that is almost the entire presbyterate of the Diocese of Orange. Now, I can tell you personally that I've been a little nervous about the first viewing of the cathedral by the priests. Why? Well, as you might imagine, priests are very attentive to what churches look like, how they feel, what the aesthetic is, how it looks liturgically. I guess another way of putting it is is to say we can be great critics <laughs> of churches as well. It's our life, the celebration of the liturgy. Well, when we had this event with the priests, when they walked into the cathedral, I could just see it on their faces. They were just amazed. I could see it on their faces. And then they walked around, they literally walked around slowly, just taking the whole thing in. And then they started moving a little faster because they wanted, they, they gathered around the altar. They just gravitated toward the beautiful altar that we have. They were taking pictures. And then the comments started, wow, this is really something. This is our cathedral. Wow, we're so proud. And for me as a priest, to see other priests respond that way was quite inspiring. And so I know exactly that experience. And that same kind of thing, when you see the the benefit to the people, 
that is where the real ministry of this cathedral is happening. Uh, absolutely. And two follow-up comments just to your your points, Father. Number one, when you said that, you know, they gathered around the altar, the, the fitting thing about that for me is the, you know, wearing the fundraising hat is the priests collectively gave about a million dollars and, you know, it was almost 100% participation. And those gifts went to commemorate the altar. So it's only fitting when you say that when they walked in there and they kind of walked around, they ended up around the altar, right? Because, of course, as Catholics, that's, you know, that's the important thing. So, so again, as a fundraiser, that, that gratifies me that, again, they commemorated the altar with their generous generosity. And so that's great. And then secondly, I really feel like this cathedral and, and our campaign and, and, again, all the good things that happened was really because of the pastors and because of the presbyterate of the diocese. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have, you know, the access to the, you know, generous donors. We wouldn't have had success with this. In my eyes, this whole transformation and the whole For Christ Forever campaign was uh, done on their shoulders because, again, they are the conduits. They are the local church at its best. So whether that's you as the pastor of Christ Cathedral Parish or, you know, certainly the 125 that were there, I mean, they're the ones that made it happen. Yes, well, thank you for that, Tony. And I've been really edified by the support of the pastors this whole time, too. One of the things I really want to talk about today are the events around our dedication, and specifically the special dedication celebration that you've been a very important part of. And we're going to take a quick break right now, but I want you to stay with us, please, because when we come back, Tony is going to tell us about some very special performers who are going to be part of that dedication celebration. So please stay with us. Welcome back to Cathedral Square. I'm Father Christopher Smith, your host. I'm the rector of Christ Cathedral in the Diocese of Orange. And today we're talking to Tony Jennison, who is the Vice President of Philanthropy for the Orange Catholic Foundation. Tony, there's a very special celebration coming up that you have been quite an important part of planning, our celebration of the completion of the cathedral. And I'm hoping that you can tell us a little something about that celebration that's coming up. Sure, Father, absolutely. So we are very excited. Four days before the dedication mass, which of course is scheduled for July 17th, coming up here in less than a month, we have our Christ Cathedral Dedication Celebration Gala. And so that is going to be on Saturday, July 13th in the evening on the Christ Cathedral campus. And the good news is uh, the funds that we're raising through this dedication celebration gala are going to go back to you on the Christ Cathedral for the outreach, ministry, and operations of the campus. And we are very excited. We have a wonderful volunteer committee that has worked very hard for over a year. And this is really the all-star cast of people that have put on other galas throughout the county and even beyond the county, up in L.A. as well. And they have come together to help us plan for this. It's chaired by Tim and Susan Strader, who I mentioned earlier, is the chairs of our fundraising campaign. And then it's also chaired by Jackie DuPont and her husband, Mark Carlson. And again, they both, between the the two sets of couples, have a, a wealth of experience in the gala planning. And then our other committee is great as well, our other members of the committee. But we've raised to date over $1.7 million 
in commitments. And again, those go to the ministry outreach and operations of the Christ Cathedral campus. We expect uh, to sell out. We're, uh, we only have about 30 tickets left, and uh, we're going to cap the attendance at about 800 people. So uh, we're at 771, actually, attendees. And again, we're about a month out from that. And we're very pleased and excited. Uh, it is a black tie preferred uh, event, and so it will take place. We'll have a reception on the South uh, Cathedral Plaza, and then we'll actually go inside the cathedral for the first ever event held in the cathedral, and that will be a concert. And we're very pleased to announce that uh, the Pacific Symphony Orchestra will be playing, along with Jackie Ivanko, who was uh, part of America's Got Talent and won it, I think, when she was about 11 or 12 years old. And then Chris Mann, who recently has been in the Fan of the Opera, will also perform. So we'll have Jackie and Chris and the Pacific Symphony. And we couldn't be more excited about that partnership and uh, very much look forward to that event. And then, of course, after the concert, We'll walk out to the North Plaza, the, the Chapman Avenue Plaza, and we'll have our uh, nice dinner that will be catered by Patina. So we'll have, of course, a tent, and we'll have the tables there. Um, we're excited. We're going to have a history wall that will incorporate uh, the history of Reverend Schuler and, of course, Crystal Cathedral Ministries. Uh, when he first came onto the campus in the you know, 19, late 1950s, early 1960s, and then uh, we'll have a history of the diocese. We'll have video you know, as we transform the campus. And we're very blessed. Our title sponsor for the event is Farmers and Merchants Bank, who not only has been a great partner, financial partner for the Diocese of Orange in our Cathedral Transformation Project, but uh, Farmers and Merchants and certainly the Walker family have been uh, right there with Reverend Schuler and uh, Crystal Cathedral Ministries from day one of their ministry. So they walked hand in hand through the uh, evolution of this campus and the transformation of this campus before we took over. And then certainly they've walked with us as partners as well. So we're just thrilled. We're excited for all those who have bought tickets. And, uh, you know, at the event, it will be a true celebration event. It'll celebrate, obviously, the dedication, celebrate all the work that's gone on. There will be no fundraising at the actual event. That's why we're, you know, doing it all, you know, up front. But uh, we're excited about, uh, about, you know, three weeks from now. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that event. I know that there has been a tremendous amount of work done, and the committee has just been fabulous, their enthusiasm and their creativity in planning the event. And one of the things that I'm particularly happy about in terms of that event is the fact that it's going to include some very first-class uh, performances. And this is really part of the, the life of a cathedral, is that we promote the arts. The Catholic Church has done that for centuries. We've promoted the arts through music, through painting, through sculpture, through dance, through literature. There's been a myriad of ways that the church has wanted us to attend to the aesthetic, that is the capacity to create beauty and to appreciate beauty. You know, that's uh, what separates us from the other creatures that God made. And to think of having the Pacific Symphony Orchestra playing in our cathedral and uh, Jackie Ivanko and Chris Mann and those fine performers, it's one of the aspects in anticipation of the liturgical aspect that will take place uh, with our evening prayer and vigil, honoring the relics that will be in the cathedral, which will be the night before the dedication, the dedication mass itself on July 17th, and then the evening prayer of thanksgiving on July 18th. So we are really creating here, through our dedication events, a sense of what the ministry of a cathedral is all about. This gives me an opportunity also to say that this 
concert uh, that includes the Pacific Symphony Orchestra will be the first of other concerts that we will have with the Pacific Symphony and other uh, fine artists. And so we look forward to unfolding that schedule of events in the very near future. In all of your work here at uh, Christ Cathedral and also with the Orange Catholic Foundation, what would you say in either aspect or both have been or has been one of the the challenges that, that you've run into or that, that you've faced in, in approaching your particular work? You know, that's a very good question. And when I think about, you know, how far we've come and the generosity of so many in the diocese, you know, our goal uh, as fundraisers is to figure out the passion of the donor and then certainly, uh, you know, the, the need of our organization and try to match those two up. So there's definitely uh, more of an art than a science, but I would just say, you know, as we go out and, and outreach to people, it's making sure that the ministry of the Christ Cathedral campus and certainly the, you know, role of the Diocese of Orange and the Catholic Church here locally is in the top one or two of their philanthropic priorities. And it's trying our best to make the case for that. And to the point you made, Father, about, you know, the beauty of our campus is, yes, there's a brick and mortar element of the cathedral, but, you know, the magic that happens on this campus, you know, the service to those on the margins, you know, through all the outreach that the Helping Hands House does, or to your point about, uh, you know, the music and the art and the culture, you know, having those opportunities to have events here that, you know, are concerts, that are, you know, drama series in the Freed Theater, um, that are cultural uh, events for the, you know, various cultural groups that we represent. You know, my role is to present that as an opportunity for generosity for people to become involved. So, you know, I would just say, you know, being able to get out there and, and, and present that the best way I can to as many people as I can so that, you know, they will decide that they want to invest in what we're trying to do. Well, as you speak, Tony, I'm reminded that one of the things I know that you believe in personally and that is really the spirit of the Orange Catholic Foundation is the whole spirituality and theology of stewardship. And if we as Catholics really grasp what it means to be a good steward of what God has entrusted to us, that is going to be and is the tool for evangelization in the world that is attractive to others because the stewardship way of life means that we live every day from a place of gratitude. Right. We look at everything as a gift. And that I hear that and feel that through your work and the work of the foundation, that whole sense of gratitude. There's also part of stewardship, theology, and spirituality that means we are accountable and responsible for what God has entrusted to us. And that sense of accountability and responsibility, especially that you have to your donors, and to make sure the donor intent is followed, is something that is very strong. And, Tony, I've noticed personally at all the meetings, no matter what the topic is, you're a detail guy. You don't let us forget things. And I've appreciated that because I tend to forget things sometimes. And that's out of, I know, your own sense of accountability and responsibility for doing what we say we're going to do. And then, of course, there is the uh, aspect of stewardship that has to do with returning to the Lord with increase. And that means that we leave the world a better place because we are here. And part of the work that's happened at Christ Cathedral, the work that's happened through the foundation, is all about leaving the world a better place because we were here and to helping that be a, 
part of the life of the people. So when you combine those elements of gratitude and living responsibly and returning to the Lord with increase, and the final one, which is to generously share a portion of what we have, we don't give what's extra. Well, we do. However, the stewardship way of life is about looking at what we have and what portion of it I will share. We all have something. We have different amounts. And the Lord calls us to share a portion of all of it. The Christ Cathedral Development Project and all of the fundraising efforts of the Orange Catholic Foundation give us the possibility of living that way of life. As I'm thinking about the stewardship way of life and your work with the foundation, I would just be interested in hearing from you a sense of uh, how your past experiences uh, in your life, in your work, uh, have prepared you for the work that you've been doing here at Christ Cathedral. Very good question, and I think you hit the nail on the head with your, you know, very well articulated point about stewardship and and you know using our strengths and our talents and what God has given us. So thank you for saying that. You, but you know, for for me and my role and how I got into this industry and this business. You know, graduating from college about 20 years ago, I don't think anybody sets out to be in philanthropy necessarily or development. And actually now, you know, they do have certificate programs and, you know, master's degrees and other, you know, uh, school training towards it. But I actually had a sales background and worked for a Fortune 150 company in a sales role out of college and stumbled into this. So I stumbled into kind of the university world, the external relations, university relations world, and actually worked at my alma mater in the friend-raising side of the business, which was the alumni side doing friend-raising, you know, reunion, regional programming, that sort of thing. Uh, I wasn't passionate about the Fortune 150 company I was working for and uh, was actually driving by my alma mater, Loyola Marymount University, you know, run by the Jesuits. And uh, I had uh, the sales manager of, of this company with me, and I was talking about LMU. And, and this woman said to me, you know, you're really passionate about LMU. Have you ever thought about, you know, going back there? And I said, you know, that's a great question. So that's how I got into this business, and it's you know it went from university work to obviously working for the diocese, and and you know just the joy of getting to know people, and and again figuring out the passion of the donor and matching it up with the need of of in our case you know the diocese. God's put me in the position I need to be. Well, you're a living example of you just never know where God's going to take you. That's and right. Our 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 role is to to let it happen. I once heard a priest say, uh, "The providence of God is right where you are." And that's a great thing for, I think, all of us to remember every single day of our lives. If we say, oh, I wish I could be doing that, or why aren't I there? The providence of God is right where you are, even if it's very difficult and tough. Where we are is where we can glorify God. We have a lot of exciting days ahead for us at Christ Cathedral with our dedication events. Uh, Most of those events are by invitation because of the fact that the cathedral is limited in its capacity And we have so many people that we want to be able to experience the dedication in the parishes and and the rest of it. I want to note, though, that the cathedral will be open to the public on July 17th from 5 o'clock until 8 o'clock. So you're very welcome to come to the campus and visit. Tony, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been great having you share your experiences and your work. Thank you, Father. You've been listening to Cathedral Square. We can be heard on Saturday mornings beginning at 10.30 on Relevant Radio. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we ask God's blessing with us now and in the future. 
May all that we do give glory to our God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been listening to the Cathedral Square Radio Show with Father Christopher Smith. To hear this program again or to download the podcast, go to OCCatholic.com and click Radio. Be sure to share and tell a friend as well. Have a blessed day.